the value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. Hi, I'm Ellie Clapton and I'm a portfolio specialist in the multi-asset team. And today I'm joined by Jason Borbishi, who's co-portfolio manager on our multi-asset income strategies. So Jason, our conversations today take place against a sombre backdrop where we've seen a significant humanitarian crisis caused by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Investors are preoccupied with this and concerned with this, but they're also concerned about central bank action, which has been hawkish in both rhetoric and nature year to date. How is the market reacting to that? And how are the views of you and the desk differing to that, to that of the market? I think we firstly have to recognise that there's an ongoing humanitarian crisis uh, coming from the Russian-Ukraine conflict. That is clearly a preoccupation of markets currently. We have also to consider, though, as you rightly point out, the changes that have come from central banks this year. We've seen a dramatic repricing of expectations from the US Fed. We've seen the ECB discuss their move towards tightening. We've seen uh, a rate hike out of the Bank of England. What we see from the market is an expectation of a pretty rapid change in policy. So an expectation that the US Fed will probably hike by six times over the next year. After that, though, what we fail to see from the market's expectations is that they will continue to do that in a manner that they have done historically. So the expectation is for rate hikes to actually level off somewhat, even perhaps for them to decline two to four years out from here. And that's where we think that the market could be due a surprise. OK, interesting. So what's the market impact of that? What does that mean for asset prices? Potentially, it's very significant. So if we consider actually that market participants are anchoring themselves to the prior cycle when inflation was less of an issue, whereas really they should be basing their expectations more around a, a greater or higher inflationary environment, then there's a number of significant implications. Firstly, I think that fixed income and equity correlations may be higher than they had been in the last cycle. If we think back, for example, to the 60s and 70s when you had a number of inflationary spikes, there was a higher correlation between bond and equity returns that has a big impact on how many portfolios are set up structurally, whereby there's an expectation that fixed income will diversify away some equity risks. Another big implication is to the sorts of equities that may actually perform well in this environment. Longer duration equities, those whose uh, earnings profile is due to come through over the next 5, 10, 20 years, may be more at risk from that greater inflation environment where rate hikes need to be reintroduced into expectations. Okay, and just one last question then. How are you reflecting these views and also those risks that you've mentioned in your portfolios? I think three uh, significant impacts. So firstly, the sorts of equity that we're buying. We're focused on income producing equities, those with uh, decent dividend yields. And those historically in a more inflationary and a rate rising environment have actually done quite well, which could be counted to many people's expectations where often higher dividend equities are thought of as bond proxies. But those that are paying out dividends that have real earnings power actually tend to behave quite well in that higher rate hike environment. And that's because I think that you're getting your return more quickly from them through that dividend yield that's coming to you uh, more quickly than it does, for example, through uh, tech equities. The second impact is on thinking about risks in the portfolio emanating from fixed income rather than being diversified by it. We think actually that owning duration or interest rate sensitivity should be managed as carefully as equity risk. And that actually takes us on to the third point, which is that Finding a means of protecting portfolios, we think in this more volatile environment, is difficult. One solution is potentially through optionality. We think that options work well to diversify equity risk during times of volatility, and also if they can be bought in a manner which is not too expensive, you can protect the portfolio. Okay, that's great. Thank you very much, Jason.
This podcast is a marketing communication and is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of 91. In South Africa, 91 is an authorized financial services provider.